రాహుల్వీంద్రన్ uh who you can say was one of the first big names to champion the film in a big way that uh, he wrote about it after its release uh hi rahul hey man hi pleasure being here thank you thank you for joining um i say this as a compliment of course but to talk about this film almost uh, kind of defeats the flavor of this film which is really madcap and silly uh, and talk it all uh, it's very self aware about all those things and right. there's really one thing that you can pinpoint and say yeah that's why this film works so well Uh, so what were your first thoughts about the film when you watched it because uh, I, i remember you were very excited on twitter and you then you wrote about it uh, so what were your first uh, feelings see um so it was one of the first films i went and watched in a theater after a really long times the first wave abated and theaters opened up again your opena was the first film i went and watched in a theater after a really long break when this was the second and you know just the fact that i terribly badly missed being in a theater and and watching a film with an audience especially uh, i i don't know how many of the listeners here are uh, from the two telugu states but i know for a fact that the the film going culture here in the two states is completely different from anywhere else you'll find in the country so i i really missed going to a theater with telugu audiences and watching a a film on a big screen and and enjoying it with a crowd and for someone who was really starved of that to go in and watch a comedy where there was i remember i think i'd gone to a theater that was about a 300 seater if i'm right and the whole hall was bursting out laughing everybody was rolling around and and it was so much fun i think um from aside from the film itself and how funny it was and things like that the timing of the film the fact that it came after a pandemic and you know life was like we'd never known it before and things like that just the timing was so much fun to go to a theater and you know just have your laughter echoed by 250 other people and that that was an amazing experience so that, that i think that's the first thing i'll remember yeah so so ananta and i we are both from uh, tamil nadu so we are totally understand the whole theater going culture and we can't really live without theaters and going to uh, films uh, absolutely on a, on a weekly basis uh, so right. ananta your thoughts on, on the film so this movie was kind of straight up my alley right so i'm i'm one of those guys who absolutely religious watching these madcap comedies and uh, and uh, to be honest with you if i watched this much earlier than you know when i wanted to watch it for this podcast i would have enjoyed it a lot longer than i did i i watched it twice in the last two days the only thing that's stopping me from enjoying the movie a lot more is i know a little bit of telugu possible telugu but i cannot understand the nuances so that's one thing that prevented me from enjoying this a lot more than i i would have I, the one thing that i really loved about this movie is that there's not a single character that takes itself seriously right um right every single one of this character has lines that cause you to laugh with them laugh at them and i like watched it twice in the last two days and i i would go and watch it again 
Yeah, so uh, I, I missed it during the hype cycle, as they say. Uh, so I watched it much later, and and you know I, I went with the expectations that people had already created, and and it still did not disappoint. Uh, see, that that's really the quality of the film, right? Like it's it's so self-aware about its silliness that it doesn't take itself seriously, and uh, uh, and and it almost makes you buy into all the. absurdist stuff that it throws at you i mean i, I would even go as far as i to say that you know it reminds you of some uh, you know the uh, coen brothers type uh, burn after reading stuff like where really silly people do silly silly things but you somehow end up uh, you know buying a lot of that stuff uh, right. and, uh, and and i know navin and anudhi both have been talking about this whole uh, now people think we did, we had zero pages of uh, script actually uh, but but it does come across like that right um I, i'm sure there is a, there was a script but at the same time uh, there, there was a lot of improv going on uh during the filming uh rahul you made uh, two films and and one of them is, like like it, it is uh, and they, they do like romantic comedies and there's a lot of com- comedy in this film uh right. but uh, so, so how much of that you think seeped into this film because we know navin is such a natural performer like not just films like he has such a angry for comedy and physical acting Uh, and right. does so so how much of it do you think will you give it to the the you know on the set uh, coming up with uh, stuff that happens in the film yeah it's it's impossible for me to know without knowing them personally and having had an interaction with them about it um uh, i am uh, good friends with the producer but i've never really spoken to anudeep and uh, i I'm, i'm acquainted to navin at best so i i don't think i've ever really spoken to him so um so i don't really know but i can venture a guess in the sense that see comedy a lot of comedy lot of great comedy especially in cinema is often very good improvisation right uh, people who are all on the same wavelength um you know be it the director be it the um, the actors and everybody's on the same wavelength and that a, a good innate understanding of the material and the the tonality of the material the meter at which they're pitching it and innate understanding of that enables a lot of healthy organic improvisation on the set for sure but what i can assure you is that if you end up on a set without a reasonable structure without a uh, good solid writing that improvisation will never happen you have to have the foundation in place you've got to have the basics of a good script and a director who's very clear about where he wants to go um uh, in place and things like that before you go to the set that is when healthy good improvisation happens because without these things um i don't think you will have a bunch of actors who have a proper understanding of the material or what it's trying to do or the tonality and um, you know without a director who's written it out properly who knows where he wants to go with it and where he wants to pull the stops you will often find a film going astray you know after a point you won't know what to keep what to leave out and you might tend to get too indulgent and the improvisation might get out of hand so i don't believe that it would have all been improvisation i'm pretty sure these guys were well prepared and did have a proper script in place did have a proper screenplay in place i'm guessing these guys prob- probably had a bunch of reading sessions as well before they went to the set because uh, yeah. you can one thing that stands out in the film is that everybody is clearly in sync with the material right so that sort of stands yeah, out for me yeah. and yes there is no doubt there's a lot of gems that have come out of improvisation but uh, i don't believe that they went to the set without really you know proper preparation in place and and just coming back to the two introductions that you guys gave and your first thoughts on the film i think it'll be very interesting talking to the two of you about the film because one 
I don't think either of you ended up seeing it in the theater, did you? No. So I I come to why that's going to be very interesting. I'm actually discussing the film with two people who didn't see it in a theater. And the second thing is uh, that it's the sort of you know like a crazy moment comedy where the dialogues are so unique. The the dialogues that you really can't think of that you can't come up with, and yet they're so unique. But a lot of the word plays there, and a lot of the comedy is dialogue based and things like that, right? Now imagine being able to not understand Tamil and enjoying a Michael Mandla Kamarajan or a you know an Abhay Shanmugi. Yeah, example. as a translator, right? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. You'd enjoy them. I have no doubt that you'd enjoy the film. But it's impossible to enjoy it as much as someone who understands the language would. So I, I'm very curious uh, in the sense that uh, you two aren't the only guys. Uh, two Tamil speaking guys who don't understand too much Telugu who've told me they like the film a lot of my Tamil friends ended up really liking the film and they said hey good reco man we really enjoyed the film and all that so i was very surprised by it i thought people who don't speak telugu wouldn't really get much of the film because a lot of the comedy is is dialogue based yeah there was a lot of talk uh, going on at that time uh, and that was probably a reason that i uh, I, i didn't watch it immediately like a lot of people said that you need to uh, to enjoy the film you, you need to really get the accent get the uh, you know the the dialect of the region and all those things anantha you want right. to take this up a small correction in what i said earlier it's not that i don't understand telugu but it's more the dialect that i couldn't pick completely uh, all the time so oh, you so uh, you do understand telugu then yeah i do understand telugu i i, I get the gist without having to go to the uh, subtitles right but obviously i don't i don't the, the dialect is definitely one factor so right. if i if i heard the dialect more or if i if i known the, known about the dialect i would have probably laughed at laughed at the lines even better so the so interesting that you mentioned michael mandak rajan which yes to a certain extent yes because the various accents that come in the movie but in terms of the subject and in terms of how it was dealt with uh, i would say a closer approximation in tamil would be naduvula konjam pakkatha kaalam which also has lot of verbal uh, gags and and i think why you say that it, it was interesting that having not watched it in theaters we loved it and why a theater experience would be much better was right. because i watched nadurvanjam pakkathakanam in the theater and that was probably one of the uh, most fun that i had in the theater considering how many different people how many people it was a full show and <laughs> right, right. pretty much everybody was laughing at every single line right i'm, right. I'm guessing this is how it would have been for this movie actually oh man the theaters i mean the whole theater was bouncing up and down it was so much fun unbelievable fun no i mean that, that's one of the things that i wanted to get back to um i don't know if uh, aditya intends to take this conversation in a certain direction so i don't want to jump the gun No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, stop me if you intend to go in a different direction. The one of the reasons I said it would be interesting to discuss this film with two people who haven't watched it in a theater is uh, strangely, all my Tamil friends who don't really speak too much Telugu watched the film on OTT and they all really enjoyed it. They said we thoroughly enjoyed the film. And I have a lot of Telugu friends here, all of whom went and loved the film in a theater. They enjoyed the experience, and I think for everybody, it was so much fun to laugh around with two fifty, three hundred other people and all that. A lot of them who later on watched it on OTT was like, "Did we hype this film too much?" Because um, not everybody, but I know for a fact that strangely, for the film here in the two states, from the vibe that I get from social media, there is a Uh, there is a chunk of the crowd that thinks that you know what uh, 
in one flow all of us ended up overhyping the film it's not that great and uh, to be fair i haven't watched it again on ott and a lot of people said we're saying this because we ended up watching it on ott uh without the crowd around us and you know what it's not that funny so i was very intrigued by that and and, and mind you this is not everybody this is 50% of the audience that said that i never ended up watching the film a second time i haven't yet watched it on ott so i would love to watch it on ott at one point and figure out if i still love it as much as i loved it in a the theater there are other reasons why i loved the film and we'll get to those at a later point i guess but that's the reason i said it'll be interesting to discuss the film with the two of you who watched it only on ott so it's very strange that a lot of say about 30 to 40% of the people who watched it in a the theater and then later watched it on ott again felt that you know what i think we hyped it too much while all of my tamil friends ended up watching it on ott and said we loved the film we thoroughly enjoyed it i think it's a very natural right i think that's that's the way the experience is constructed when you're in a, when you're in a theater even a less than optimal film could probably get a little more you know positive feedback from watching it in theater because it's just a experience uh, it's also the sort of the positive affirmation of what you think is funny and you see hundreds of the people all see it the same way it, it, right. it kind of adds to the effect so i, I and laughter is infectious laughter is yeah. very very infectious so uh, i'm not surprised at all yeah I, i'm not surprised by the uh, reactions i mean it it could happen with a lot of films not just you know um to comedy or not just uh, verbal comedy uh, uh, like i watched both the master and karnan after uh, they came on ott and you, and you would think that what kind of a uh, you know uh, bring the house down kind of stuff is there in both the films and mm. you would have enjoyed it differently in, in theaters i, I, I think uh, the theater factor is goes a long way for a, a lot of films for uh, different reasons but coming back to this film i think there are enough uh, instances where you uh, laugh out loud uh, irrespective of you know uh, the dialects or the film references right. i mean i mean something like you know you you can't write down something like you know life ane doka zindagi aipen sir uh there's not something that you write down correct <laughs> correct you, <laughs> you, you immediately you laugh when you hear something like that and then when you like signal ki emotions ki teda delwa dara ipilla ki మార్చ్ నటరాజ్ థియేటర్ సంగారెడ్డి జల్సా సినిమా రిలీజ్ ఆ రోజు నేను పైన బాల్కనీలో ఉన్నా మీరు కింద పది రూపాయలు ఉన్నారా పైకి తీసుకురాలి ఎదురా మిమ్మల్ని ఆ రోజు నేను నా నేచర్ మామ అది చెప్పు నువ్వే చెప్పాలి నువ్వే చెప్పాలి uh but if, maybe if you you could expand on those things if there are those that work to a great extent for the film oh, to, to me those weren't the funniest bits of the film at all i mean the, and i think there were some really nice flourishes also in like i love the montage in the beginning where they set up uh you know without saying anything there's no voice over if i remember right they just set up these three characters and there's this school kid who goes to school in the morning and he comes back yeah. and he sees these guys still sitting there talking yeah. at mama hmm. ఫస్ట్ జీన్స్ ప్యాంట్ ఓడిషన్ మామ 
ಜೀನ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರತಾಪ್ ರೆಡ್ಡಿ ಗಾಡಿ ಇಸ್ಟಿಡ್ರಾ ಅಜೀಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ರ ಹೈದರಾಬಾದ್ ಲಾ ತೇರೆನಾಮ್ ಸಿನಿಮಾ ಜೋಶಿ ಪ್ಯಾಂಟ್ ಕೊಂಡ್ಕೊಚ್ಚಿಡು ಒಂದ್ ಜುಟ್ಟೋಡಿ ತುಂಟುಂಡೆ ಅರೆ ಅಜೀಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ ನಾ ಮುಂದಲ those were great uh, you know writing and uh, uh, directorial flourishes in the sense that to just think of three boys sitting and having a conversation about who the first guy in that town is who wore a pair of denims is not something you come up with very easily so i think there's a lot of great ideation in that film yeah, for sure I, I actually uh, there's this uh, very small bit that you you think that probably doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things like something like uh, those ministers being chosen uh, without having any experience or without having any knowledge about these things nenu roju poddune lechi 3 gantalu pooj chestan sir dai chesi naku devadai shaki pinchan sir సార్ నాకు ఎలక్ట్రానిక్స్ మీద కరెంట్ మీద ఫుల్ అవగాహన ఉంది కాబట్టి నాకు కరెంట్ అఫైర్స్ కావాలండి కరెంట్ అఫైర్స్ అంటే కరెంట్ సంబంధించింది కాదండి అఫైర్స్ కు సంబంధించిందా ఇట్ సౌండ్స్ లీట్ యు బట్ దెన్ దట్ దట్ ఇస్ అ థింగ్ దట్ గోస్ ఆన్ త్రూ ఎవరీ క్యారెక్టర్ లైక్ థింగ్ లైక్ హి డసెంట్ గెట్ ఎ జాబ్ బికాజ్ హి డసెంట్ హావ్ ఎన్ ఎక్స్‌పీరియన్స్ షి స్టడీడ్ లా బట్ షి ఇస్ నో గుడ్ లాయర్ అండ్ దెన్ రాహుల్ రామకృష్ణ హిస్ క్యారెక్టర్ హి ఇస్ రియల్లీ నాట్ గ్రేట్ అట్ ఫ్లర్టింగ్ అండ్ దెర్ ఇస్ అ ఎర్లీ సీన్ వేర్ హి మిస్రీడ్స్ అ వుమెన్ హు ఇస్ యాక్చువల్లీ ట్రైయింగ్ టు టెల్ హిమ్ సంథింగ్ ఎల్స్ ఇవా హలో నేను మిమ్మల్ని లవ్ చేస్తున్నా రవి చెప్పేసేయ్ నీ మనసులో ఉన్న ద్వేషమంతా నా మీద సూపెట్టిచ్చేసేయ్ అలా కాదు రవి ఓకే నాకు అర్థమైపోయింది నేను లవ్ ఫెయిల్యూర్ ని నాకు గుండె పగిలిపోయింది ఎవరన్నా నన్ను పిలిచిరంటే నేను గణేష్ మెన్స్ ఉన్నా అని చెప్పు at the right. same time you have this whole circular logic of these people trying to say the truth but then getting caught uh, because of that mottam muggur galsi body ni mind cheyadam anukunnaru correct sir correct correct exactly ma sir int intelligent pa intaku mundu kuda itla ne chesira le sir ide first time that's a great log line to have for a film and then you know you go go ahead and do it actually surprisingly amidst all the laughter i don't think too many people got that in the sense that i don't even know if the director meant it usually with these kind of comedies that are also sort of a social commentary right yeah. you can often get a sense of you know what the director is going for a social commentary but he's going for it through comedy um like for example say take a paddington it's a film that i love you know that the social commentary is very deliberate it is very very intended it's just beautifully disguised beneath layers and layers of fun and and you know just warmth and comedy right with a film like um, jati ratnalu what i loved about the film is that till the end the director steadfastly did not give me a single clue if the social commentary was intended or not right i think the best thing that gave me a clue that you know what here's a director who knows what he's talking about and there's a lot more to the film than the eye meets is that one poster I blogged about the film and I had sort of uh, pasted that poster at the end of the blog and that poster was brilliant I said you know what this makes a lot of sense this is a director who knows what he's saying um just you know taking a line where these three uncorrupted pure hearted souls from the small town coming to the big city is a sort of a premise yeah. or a setup that can go in multiple various directions 
it can become a crime thriller it can become a uh, you know like a dobiga zameen kind of a movie it can become a very very serious kurosawa film you can go anywhere you want with it and uh, yeah. these guys chose to go after a film that that is just so unbelievably ridiculous and meaningless and yet so much fun that till the very end he doesn't give you any clue it's like he doesn't care if you don't know that he's a genius so he's like i you know what i don't care i don't care i'm not going to give you a single clue so that oh see here i am i've i've sort of cloaked my movie with a lot of comedy but it's actually a brilliant thought or anything like that he doesn't give a damn so till the very end he hides that beautifully and that i found very unique in the film apart from the fact that the tonality itself was very very unique for a telugu comedy i can't remember the last time we've had this sort of a comedy it's been many many years the fact that till the very end he doesn't give a damn about telling you that he's actually a genius and he has a lofty thought process or value systems and he's actually sort of smuggling in those lofty ideals in the name of comedy he doesn't spoon feed that clue at all i kept waiting for it it never happened but if you look at it really it's about three boys uncorrupted boys coming to the big city and uh, you know how dark and uh, what's the word for it mendacious the big city is and they get into trouble as you would expect them to and they keep getting into deeper trouble because they keep telling the truth to whoever would care to listen the day they decide you know what uh, f this shit we're just going to come up with something ridiculous on the spot and feed these people the lies that they're so used to they smoothly literally dance out of trouble that's really the film in a sense but it never comes through he never spoon feeds it to you if you know what i mean yeah for example that whole hong kong uh, subplot that he has in the end <laughs> uh, it's i mean th- that's what makes you think that oh he's this is probably some sort of a commentary that is going on uh, but at the same time you don't want to take it seriously because you can't take anything else seriously from the film but, but, but then when you actually think about it yeah things do happen in real life like this maybe something that we really cared about and thought that this is some some really great uh, you know uh, scam that's going on it's probably something really absurd and has nothing to do with what we think it does it, 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 it probably happens all the time and right. i think it's it's just so wonderfully bizarrely unique the director clearly doesn't give a damn if you are able to slot his film or not so he's like you know what i'm going to make what i want to make we're all going to get together and have fun you guys sort of analyze it the way you want to i don't think he gives a damn and that's what i loved about the film really yeah ananda oh yeah it's, it's impossible to slot this movie into any genre except like it's a you can't even say a slapstick comedy but because at the end of the day when you think about it it's that is a message and only if you think about it you really get that message and you will you will never be sure if it was intended yeah i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> no speaking about the plot right so because we are, we are freewheeling it here and i'm going to ask one thing the, the one thing that kind of seemed out of place in the movie is the way how uh, shubhaleka sudhakar's arc is tied up yeah no it, it was pretty horrible but I, again it didn't look like i actually felt like i'd be the idiot if i judge and nitpick on this film because the director is like having a laugh at me you know what i mean so <laughs> see at one point of the movie right i would say the only reason why the bit was there was it was going to be a deflection because till the end of the movie when you actually find out what that video really was there were three or four different options right one was he was getting bribed other was he made a pass at that girl yeah that's about it that's that's probably why he was going after the video but i think those two were there only for a sense of this direction more than anything else 
in, in fact, in fact, I, I remember. Uh, I think in one of the interviews, he said that even the last uh, uh, scene that he added, uh, showing the interview, was almost like an afterthought. Like he didn't even want it at the end. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's clearly a guy who who doesn't give a damn. <laughs> He's like, we'll go have fun. You want to watch means you watch. Otherwise, don't watch. He's like that, I think. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, Rahul, as someone who's part of the industry, but were there any whispers about such a film being made or that? Uh, did the success take everyone by surprise? Uh, what's the talk that way about the film? I don't think anybody expected it to be so unique. Uh, in fact, I I don't remember exactly what the word around generally was, but I remember. uh the teaser i think a lot of people found it slightly underwhelming because see the thing is that by then the song had become a huge hit chitti right so chitti had become yeah. a huge hit and it was kind of clear to everybody that chitti was going to bring in crowds on a friday no matter what there were a lot of mixed reactions to the trailer but people didn't care i think people had made up their mind to go to the film anyway because yes there were a few one liners in the film that got people uh, laughing and the song had become a huge hit right and weirdly i don't think this has ever happened before the one thing that i feel sold the most tickets on a friday for the film was this uh, tv show that these guys went and participated in as a part of their promotions okay um so there's this tv show called cash mm-hmm. hosted by one of the most popular television personalities here called uh, sumagaru and uh, the whole team which is basically the producer the director navin and faria went and participated in that show and it's pro- like a game show right and the director and how funny he was and how unreadable he was ante he's one of those guys where you're like are is this guy faking it or is he genuinely like this i mean is he so sort of he's in his own world he's lost you just couldn't make out he was such a unique personality and his brand of humor in that tv show was so unique that that became the talk of the down uh, there were clippings that were being passed around on whatsapp it was all over social media as to how unique this guy was the director not even navin mind you so that director going on that show he got a cult fan base for him after that show so people was like are who is this out of syllabus guy i'm going to go watch this movie for the director and i'm not joking i can't i might sound like i'm exaggerating but i'm actually underselling it the impact of these guys going on that tv show sold more tickets on the friday than chitti than navin's goodwill at that point than the trailer than the teaser anything so people were like are this guy is so unique i want to go watch what he's made that's really what happened so we had huge openings on friday and uh, this film sort of just took off from there because whichever theater you went to be it a center b center c center where you were watching it there was one thing that was common which was that everybody was holding their stomach and rolling around laughing so it just caught fire from there so so yeah going into the release of the film that was what became most popular that is what sold tickets i don't think anybody expected this sort of a film and uh, just the fact that it was unique and it made people laugh so much just added to the momentum and navin is really getting into a groove right like uh, from with agent sai srinivas and then he also had a hindi film in chichori uh, and uh, now this one right. uh, and he's all, i mean and almost like he can put a foot wrong and and he, and he and he has all the talent uh, to show for it absolutely man absolutely the guy is a joy to watch i mean clearly he's got his very unique brand and um, sort of i think i think him having fun on screen transcends across the screen and sort of yeah. rubs off on the audience that's unmissable 
so i think that's what's really going for him right now and uh, i i hope he has an amazing career clearly a big talent and one to watch out for to be honest with you i am not surprised that this movie is a hit we we've, we've talked about uh, agent sai sri nasatre on, on this pod again that movie while you know it takes a darker turn after a point and it starts slightly dark but that also has a has a bunch of these you know goofy flourishes that we that we all love in this movie so so that way this is i don't think this hit uh, was a surprise considering that it's, it's still navin he's visibly having fun and that that carries a movie oh but uh, how much of a hit it became i think surprised everybody yeah. um to put things in perspective this is first of all you have to remember post the first wave when everybody thought theaters would take time and i we don't know if people are going to come back to the theaters and things like that right and um, a navin film at that point for example an agent sai shrinivas atreya was considered to be a hit it was like a you know sleeper hit and everybody liked the film and it probably if i'm right ended up making about 4 5 crores i don't know i'm not exactly sure but uh, a good film a small multiplex film that gets good word of mouth and goes on to become a hit would typically be you know make like about 4 5 6 crores and in the case of a pelli chupulu go on to make a little more than 10 crores get into the double figures and things like that um so what this film did was unprecedented this film ended up making about 40 42 crores share mm. so that means the gross would have been close to about 75 crores right. that is just that's ridiculous i mean these are unheard of numbers for a film of this size so how much it became a hit is um, it just completely caught people by surprise the fact that it became a hit i don't think surprised anybody because there was a lot of momentum for the film going into release day and uh, people kind of knew that for a film of its size it's going to have favorably disproportionate openings but the kind of numbers i mean imagine man a 42 crore film and i'm talking share yeah. <laughs> that's just madness i think it was a happy accident also right i mean so i i see i see when uh, agent sai street was released that it was it was june of 2019 and uh, uh, it had 6 months and uh, then we went to the lockdown the lockdown ended and this movie released uh, correct that way i think it was happy accident and i to be honest with you considering the times we are this is the kind of movie that everybody needs to watch right absolutely so in in that sense it is a happy accident totally hey, adi do you want to talk about uh, you know favorite character in the movie or something like that oh, you, you can start you go go ahead go ahead yeah so my my favorite character is uh, of the three at least is uh, rahul's character right um, <laughs> and again he is the one who's who's got a lot of the physical gags i like that bit um the guy who plays salim feko in angres comes up in a cameo and i i like that bit as well right also i think uh, just to add to what you said uh, rahul ramakrishna's quirk in the film as well it's one of those nice films that bothered to give all the characters a quirk like sort of like you know how the yeah. kb films of yesteryears would do or uh, you know the jandiala films of yesteryears would do and uh, this whole rahul ramakrishna having this quirk of push comes to shove the minute it becomes an argument he's, he'll be you know he'll immediately say అలిపోతారా అదే లైక్ ఓ ఓకే దిస్ వెర్ ఇట్ కమ్స్ ఫ్రమ్ 
<laughs> right right and uh, sort of priya that she has that which is just so ridiculous yeah that, that and is amazing pull it off <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't believe he actually pulled it off throughout the film phone lo yon ki dam chestunu yon ni blackmail chestunu adi nen rice undutanu curry tisukostan adigina sir when you would imagine that this will work for in the beginning one scene or a, a couple of scenes for some reason it just it just it simply works and and he said <laughs> in an interview that uh, it, it, it's it's something that came out of them uh, you know living a very uh, frugal bachelor life and uh, just keeping rice and buying curries and uh, being just happy that now they get to eat uh, and, so and, and, they, and i think they had that, a back story for it right artham kavatledamma nopule enduku raavatledu రాహుల్ a single quirk he, he gets a variety of jokes with uh, uh, right from uh, when when they trying to move the body and then when <laughs> he gets caught in the car and, and, and i mean a lot of jokes come out of his situations sir to be frank nakaithe em ikthale sir chaala strong dose sir adi equesta komalo potadu enni zushta sir nenu jogi pet kallu nunchi foreign brands kaachidanka ivanni em workout ga sir true that true that i kept wondering what will happen to him and suvarna that was an unfinished arc <laughs> <laughs> I think they just deliberately left it like that I'm clearly. Yeah, yeah, apart from Srikant no 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 one has closure. They all they all cut me while they are. Yeah. Right. I mean there's not a film that tells about those things at all right. <laughs> so it's um Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's it feels hard to complain about it. <laughs> Correct. I mean it's the sort of film where you go tell the director or anybody in that team that uh, boss but you open these arcs you didn't complete them. I have a feeling they'll laugh at us. So <laughs> I don't yeah. think anybody wants to go there. <laughs> They're like, bye, chill, bye. <laughs> so, yeah, and, the, the, and somewhere yeah. when it's so unique and it's 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 anything but a color by numbers genre film, and it has such a unique tonality and and it's very original. I think it's just best to let it be, especially when it's entertained so many people and made so much money. There's really no point complaining. You know what I mean? Rahul, in in this film, is there anything that you felt that? that was not noticed or was not noticed as much as it should have been or is something that people missed in the film or uh, anything specific that we missed like i think that story thread it's it's a big social commentary right i mean three four small town guys coming to the urban areas in search of livelihood because the smaller towns today are getting choked because of the large scale urbanization that is happening today and how many youngsters sort of don't take up to say their ancestral professions or whatever and they all end up migrating to the cities and um, the kind of cultural adjustment they have to make to the cities and how they find their time in the city how they sort of settle down and uh, just the mendacity of the city that sort of takes them by surprise 
and it's not even judgmental about it we all we, we all lie we all say what yeah. we have to because it's convenient it helps you get along with your life nobody has the time to sit down pause for a minute and think it's all about sort of you're always on the run and you're looking for your next buck and you're trying to make your money so three guys getting caught in that sort of a situation and then realizing that the more and more they tell the truth the deeper in trouble they get and they realize that you need to give people what they want to hear so they make up a lie which is far more ridiculous than the truth and people buy that readily the whole anti china if i'm right or something like that so it fits into the narrative of what people want to hear at that point so suddenly a lie gets championed is actually a very well thought out almost profound sort of a storyline yeah i think most people didn't care about it or just didn't get it when i came out of the film and discussed this even with the friends i had watched they were like Oh yeah, you know what actually what is this actually all of it there in the film but it never came through. I mean I never noticed it in the film. So most people just saw it as one gag after another had a hearty laugh and came out. But I think there is a lot of thought behind the film. I, we'll just never know if, how much of it was intended because the director like I said steadfastly refuses to give you clues yeah, in the I, film or in interviews. So yeah like, like you said uh, the the trope is definitely as uh, I mean like it's age old and everyone has uh, made the film like like for example managram that came recently is a recent tamil film that's pretty much the same thing uh, at the same time even though the film it's come in uh, 2021 that whole idea of uh, someone from a place like jogbet uh, going to a uh, city and uh, making a living uh, because it's, it's all said funnily but there's interesting things there in the sense that if he feels he can't get a self respect there he feels that yeah. he can't realize his yeah. potential in that town so yeah and 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 the thing about that is it's not something that is new like it's something that right. that probably happened happening for 20 years uh, right. but suddenly you identify it in a film that something that you've been feeling for a lot, lot of years and i think that helped uh, connect a lot right i mean all the seriousness in that thread is so heavily disguised that most people didn't even bother getting it right yeah, <laughs> so, like 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 the praveen the, the guy who was supposed to be the successful fellow uh, from uh, jogipet who get, gets introduced in the first uh, a sequence i mean i mean there are a lot of people like that already like they 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 come to the city and they will uh, they maybe they've been even more successful but at the same right. time they retain that uh, sort of you know feelings for the, where they are from and right. and i think this film helped uh, uh, people connect with, uh, connect that way too right correct correct it's i mean it's a very very new age film about one of the oldest tropes in cinema right <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that the big bad city and sort of the pure hearted simpleton from the small town that's one of the oldest tropes in cinema and it's it's a it's an extremely new packaging for that trope yeah like like you said everything stems from there yeah right you two guys watched the film recently i didn't um, i saw it when it yeah. released in theaters i haven't seen it after that so i'd love to hear from you two guys what your favorite scenes were or what you laughed out loud the most for uh for me uh, uh the the scene uh, the the whole sequence of them trying to get uh, ravi out of the car or uh, take the car from like where they arrived and then uh, identify where the car is and and then the protest that happens with that guy's fan uh, I, i think that, that that sequence was brilliant i i i totally laughed out loud on that that sequence right for me the sequence where they uh, move the politician's body out to the car right so that sequence kind of encapsulates each of their characters right right shrikant right. is kind of the leader who tries to get them to do these things but the other two are in their own worlds and they don't get what's going on and rahul is actually talking to his girlfriend again on the phone <laughs> randomly and right. 
they all drop the drop the body as soon as the light lights come on it's, it's like the character arc in that particular scene is self contained you do not have to see any other scene to know what those characters are so that way that that scene worked very well for me right good man i'm glad i'm glad uh, people there in chennai also enjoyed the film i because i i was very hesitant to recommend it to my friends like i said because a lot of the comedy is word word play based and dialogue based but uh, i think it, the reaction from my friend circle at least has been pretty unanimous in that everybody enjoyed the film so that's good to know yeah i mean there's always a the problem right like you end up liking a film a lot or it gets hyped up anyway and then and then you feel reluctant to recommend because you don't know uh, whether they're going to feel the same uh, way because uh, you hype it up already too much right 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 luckily that didn't happen with this one i was glad about that and and then actually uh, i i went back and saw that there were a lot of complaints even uh, during the release that the subtitles really were not up to the mark and uh, rahul do you uh, understand where this uh, where the problem lies or how it happens or people sometimes the films uh, the productions don't care uh, where exactly it goes wrong Oh, I I didn't know about this. I I watched it in a theater in Hyderabad, so I don't think there were subtitles. And plus, I don't need the subtitles, so I'm not quite sure um, how good or bad the subtitles were. But uh, from personal experience, what I can tell you is that uh, it all depends on release time, right? Sometimes release times get pushed, um, you know, sort of advanced, and then you really don't have time, and you're racing against the clock to get a film ready. And at that point, obviously, subtitling isn't going to be your priority. and uh, the biggest issue is every time you make even one small cut um you need to sort of cue the subtitle to time all over again so generally people leave subtitling for the last when you have everything locked and sensor is done and often in a lot of cases there's not too much of a window from the time that you've taken your sensor certificate and the film's going out for release people doing subtitles work under a lot of time pressure and also i know this for a fact that um, once a film goes to ott even if you've done original subtitling it gets done you know all over again by the ott platform especially if it's netflix and amazon i think they insist on getting it done themselves which is good i mean in the sense that they want to have a quality audit and control over how the subtitles are so i don't know what happened in this film's case but uh, yeah sometimes this is what happens if you have a very very short um deadline to finish your post production and there's not too much of a window between getting a film censored and going to release then yeah subtitling quality i mean obviously you have to give people time to get good quality out so that happens sometimes plus yeah. obviously it might have been given to people who didn't do a great job let's be honest about that also that could have also happened i don't know yeah so that that seems to be a common complaint with the otts yeah yeah uh, because i remember someone was complaining about the uh subtitling uh, i mean someone who does the does subtitles for malayalam films was uh, uh talking about uh, inaccurate inaccuracy uh, in the subtitles like it was translated very differently without context or something like that i i, I think i think it was uh, this one uh night i think i, I think that the other film that had uh, some someone was saying uh, yeah, possibly yeah. Night, yes yeah. oh okay okay yeah And, okay uh, interestingly my my wife does subtitling work and i know it's very very yeah. tough work especially in a film like uh, ajati ratnalu which has so many puns so much of smart word play and things like that it's not enough if you translate the essence of what is being said but you need to convey to the audience that there is word play that this was said with word play right yeah so then when you try and get a word play in through english it's not always easy it's it's very very tricky so subtitling comedy films is difficult i mean i've seen my wife sit down and break her head and try and come up with things and so i know for a fact that it's not easy so. 
we're talking about a happy accident but uh, so recently a, a fellow film critic friend uh, he's just written a book uh, on ramagopal varma satya and how uh, it changed uh, the hindi f- uh, film industry at that point and that was a film that was made with a lot of improvisation on set and a bunch of outsiders who probably didn't completely know what they were making and they were uh, they uh, had to be in the right place at the right time but at the same time doing some really daring stuff uh, you know on film this is another film that does you know give us that kind of a feeling uh, i mean how, how many times actually that happens where you know where people are just having fun and trying to you know uh, taking a shot at what they want to do and it ends up being working so well um, and 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 if you look at the people involved in this film like like you know not not the, not the leads of course uh, but people like uh, uh, you know tanikela barni and brahma ji and these people actually started with uh, ramgopal varma and shiva and i was wondering oh, 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 wow this is actually a great straight line that you can actually connect like people actually do this and this is how people become famous and people become stars and films became you know historic yeah it definitely definitely seems like that in the sense that there's a lot here that me as a casual watcher of telugu movies does not see a lot right but i read about these movies right i read about the industry and this seems a lot different from anything that that telugu yeah oh yeah yeah it's it's i think exciting times for telugu cinema there's a lot of new fresh original voices coming out i i think a lot of people are going to look at you like you committed a sin for comparing satya and uh, um jati ratnalu but it, i know exactly no, no, I, what I you mean it's more of a the kind of way of making a film i mean correct correct and I, i know exactly what you mean i know where you're coming from the culture of you know going and exploring and and you know doing things without knowing the grammar and because you don't know the rules you're breaking the rules and it's automatically very original and feels fresh i know exactly what you mean so i mean to be fair satya is a film that also had so much finesse right it was so well made there's a lot of craft i mean jati ratnalu is a film that didn't need it i think in portions it had amazing flourishes of craft um, and and in portions it didn't need it like like i said that uh, like you pointed out on uh, the the whole uh, bit with uh, shubhaleka sudhakar garu and and things like that so that necessarily didn't have finesse he did a great job but that part was sort of slightly tackily written but it went with the flow of the film if you know what i mean but um, i agree i agree very very exciting times people co- coming and trying new stuff and uh, the best thing about it is all these films are making money at the box office so yes. that's great that's great that's sort of em- uh, making producers uh, braver and you know they're also going out and trying these new things that they would have otherwise been you know uh, worried about trying so that's that's great absolutely Uh, Rahul, the other thing is, uh, there's something about Telugu cinema that they seem to have cracked uh, comedies, and uh, you know both uh, comedies and uh, you know the tangential more uh, romantic comedies. Like we've had uh, films uh, right from uh, Peli Choplu to to Bruce uh, Wari Varura, uh, your film, uh, Samohanam, and Agent Saisingno Satraya, and now this one, and even even Cinema Bandi that came was 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 quite a noble effort, and. Uh, while uh, i think uh, uh, tamil did have a great run in the 90s but uh, we sort of uh, lost a comedy uh, uh, the way we make comedies at some point but telugu seems to be doing really well in this regard uh, can can that be attributed to anything 
I think it comes from how much the industry and how much producers and distributors emphasize on comedy. Um, whatever story you pitch, one of the first things that you will hear from everybody is entertainment. Only that entertainment matter on juice kundi. Janal and entertain jayali. So that and the minute you mean entertainment, you're really talking about yeah. comedy. That it's it's a must. And I'm totally cool with that. I think unlike a lot of other industries, Telugu cinema still primarily makes its films with a theatrical audience in mind. Because of which, yes, you might argue that there's less otters in Telugu cinema uh, and things like that. But primarily, the first thing that gets told to us is that you've got to have comedy. You can't make a film without comedy, even if it's a very serious film. We try and and there's been a fantastic talent pool of comedians from generation to generation. You know, people love coming to the theater and having a good laugh. And so I think the fact that say about 30 to 40 percent, or maybe even 60 percent of films in Hindi, Tamil, and Malayalam. the primary objective when you set out to make a film isn't the theater audience should enjoy it it's often we need to be telling this story or you know this is the climate in which we need to talk about yeah. such stories we need to be presenting such characters or you know directors with a you know very unique voice coming through and saying this is the kind of cinema i want to make it could be very politically motivated so on and so forth the primary objective in telugu cinema always starts and ends with making a film for a theatrical audience so i think because we keep that primarily in mind and we are told that so many times and it's ingrained in us comedy is one of the first boxes you want to check and somewhere i think deep down we are all in a mindset where most directors here don't think of it as a burden or a baggage we kind of enjoy it we ourselves want to have at least a few comedy scenes in the film and so so i think that's where it comes from the culture of keeping the theatrical audience in mind first and foremost so that's who we make it primarily for and mm. end of the day you want people laughing out loud together so and i think that's a, why we never yeah. lost in touch with that comedy side of cinema so yeah i mean it's not like you don't have to go all the way but at least uh, there was a period in uh, tamil when we had uh, great comedies but that seems to have disappeared at least for some time now Uh, right and, uh, i mean i don't know if it's good or bad but it is what it is i'm just making yeah, a little observation yeah, yeah, so yeah, i don't yeah. know if that is good this is good what it is yeah, i mean yeah. I, i i love the fact that serious films are made malayalam is making such fantastic films and you watch some of these malayalam films you don't want comedy in them you're happy yeah, they're exactly. going on to make I mean, it's about so, coexisting only that's all so and, it is how it is but but uh, on a related question i mean i don't want to put you on the spot here but i have some friends who are writers who are trying to break in uh, to the industry and who tried in tamil and everything uh but a lot of people seem to agree that uh telugu is where uh, you it's easier to make a start like at least you can pitch easier you can make the romantic comedies and these entertainers uh a lot of people seem to tell them that uh, try try in telugu and not in tamil is there anything to that uh, you can refuse to answer the question if you don't want to but i just want to know if you have any experience uh, like that no no i'm happy to answer i mean the, the only problem is that as a as an actor yes i i have worked in tamil as well as in telugu but as a director i've worked only in telugu so i wouldn't be able to compare it to another language and tell you if it is easier in telugu to set up a project and you know get a script and green light and things like that what i can tell you is one i don't know if any other industry in the country produces as many films in a year as telugu does there's obviously a lot of money in circulation in cinema here than there is in any other language that i know of maybe hindi yes because i mean they make your really big budget films but in terms of quantum of films yeah. i think telugu does make more films in a year than hindi does um so yes definitely just in terms of sheer numbers the number of producers that are here and are active 
um and the number of actors that telugu has today i think there's a severe dearth of a minimum guarantee hero as they call it in say most industries across the country mm-hmm. um telugu cinema also has um you know if say about 10 years back there were 32 to 35 you know minimum guarantee heroes today there's only probably about 16 17 18 but that's still a lot more than other industries so yes there are a lot more actors in circulation so to be able to get hold of an actor convince them and bring them on board so that your film gets greenlit is easier so whatever approach you take whether you go to a producer first or an actor first there are just more producers and more actors in circulation in telugu cinema i think that probably makes it easier and i think all that comes from the fact that the two states have the healthiest theatrical market i think everything stems from that it yeah. is still a viable attractive business to make films it is still a business that makes sense you can still make good monies so it attracts a lot of investment and i think that's probably why and that culture i don't think the kind of theater going culture there is here is there you know even a flop or even an average film i think will tend to make more like i remember uh, ironically the the day jatiratnal released that was a point when the entire country was open there wasn't a single state in the country where theaters were shut right yeah. and i don't remember the name of the film but there was this janvi kapoor rajkumar rao film that released on the same day as jati ratnalu oh yeah, yeah yeah right so if i remember right that film made about 2 crores or 2.2 crores on day 1 and uh, i remember reading articles coming from bombay saying oh hindi cinema is back we can't release our films now and they were very happy that it made 2.2 crores i felt happy for them but we here sitting here in the two states didn't understand how to respond to it because jati ratnalu it's a very very small almost offbeat kind of a film with no stars the directors the first timer etc etc only the producers were well known jati yeah. ratnalu moved uh, close to 5 crores on day one share not cross <laughs> share so we were like okay i mean a film that's releasing all over the country is making 2.2 and all of you are happy fantastic we are happy for you but here is a small budget film that's making 5 crores on day one like for example the biggest hits in telugu cinema you know make about 200 crores 180 crores share so it's humongous yeah. numbers um yes the telugu cinema box office might not be able to match a salman khan box office you know when a salman film goes on to make a 500 600 crores only a bahubali in telugu cinema history would have made that much in the two states i think bahubali made about 400 yeah. crores from the two states alone but if you look at you know aishman khurana is a very bankable hindi star he's a big star and his films make about 150 crores on an average our biggest stars here their films make about 150 crores if the talk is just above average you know if it's hit to talk it'll it's going to end up making 180 200 so that's how big the market is and this is from just two states so i think that's the reason why it's probably easier because there's money it's still a very viable feasible business and so therefore it attracts more investment there are more producers and there are you know more actors in circulation that's probably why i think okay uh, anantha you have any anything no on on, on a lighter note uh, this is one of those movies where uh, i noticed there's a list of special thanks to start with i i saw three series <laughs> and vijay devakonda on screen but the others i don't uh, rana's thanked uh, prabhas's thank what's the deal with that i i'm not no i'm not so sure but if i'm right i think uh, rana had uh, helped launch the teaser or uh, prabhas ah. had helped launch the trailer or something like that i think they all okay. came forward to help promote the film oh, so okay. i think that's how i mean they all got thanked i'm not sure but th- that's that's another thing about the telugu film industry i i don't know how it works in tamil to be honest it's it probably exists just as much in tamil 
um the kind of camaraderie there is with between actors or between producers here and how everybody sort of comes forward to promote a film when it releases it's very clear that you know everybody wants every film on every friday to work uh and everybody takes deep satisfaction in the fact that it's not that my film did well and yours didn't here we i mean the whole industry takes pride in the fact that telugu cinema does good box office telugu cinema makes money and everybody feels happy about it so so yeah that that's probably the reason why everybody was thanked because all these yeah. guys came forward to help with the promotions okay thank you rahul thank you for making time for us i'm really glad you joined my pleasure i had fun too my pleasure so that was our episode on jati ratnalu um keep listening we'll be back with another episode um if you like subscribe to the other banana podcast uh we are in all the uh, podcast platforms uh if you like it you have any comments uh leave us uh, some comments in apple podcast or our website uh, tobpod.com and follow us on twitter at the other banana thank you so much.